What's up, car nerds? It's your favorite supercar fanatics, Jay and Kevin. We're here to convince you that cars aren't just to get you from point A to point P. This is Fuel for Thought. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Fuel for Thought podcast to episode six. I'm Jay and I'm here with Kevin. Hello. Kevin's back. Everyone's back. We're back again with another episode. Okay. So what are we talking about today? Today, we're putting both of our favorite supercars that we want to get in the near future. So you guys better follow this show so we can afford that. Um, so yeah, today we're throwing together the Ferrari 812 Superfast, which is my favorite car, and the Lamborghini Aventador SVJ, which is Kevin's favorite car. So uh, let's start about let's start with the F- SVJ and uh, just a disclaimer: we're not we know these aren't exactly comparable. Um, the Aventador S is probably more comparable to the Superfast, or the Competition is probably more of a direct competitor to the SVJ. But we're kind of just going to look at how how they stack up, um, kind of figuring that we'll have these in a couple of years and be racing them. We might as well figure out kind of where they fall uh, right off the bat. So uh, why don't you kick us off, Kevin? Talk about the SVJ. Yep. Uh, so SVJ uh, is not the last version of the Ventador, but in my opinion, like the last greatest of version because um, the, the late hmm, words, the last version is the ultimate. Um, that was like the very, very last, but Essentially, it's just an SVJ without the wing, and it doesn't look as appealing. Um, you saw one of those, didn't you, in uh, Yorkville the other day? Or a couple weeks ago, I guess. Uh, I've seen like five ult- Ultimates, maybe more. Oh, shit. Are those yeah. limited? Yeah, they did 250 coupes, 250 roasters. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I've um, seen four of them. Damn. That's pretty good. More. Yeah, because I saw like a lot in uh, Monterey. Uh, car week right uh, so yeah so kevin actually flew down to california for the monterey car week so that's literally cool. just for so that. jealous i wish i could have gone well it's on every year so we'll make it happen yeah um, maybe we'll meet some of you guys there next year maybe yeah we'll rock up in our gucci flip-flops and <laughs> Yeah, um, if we buy those, we won't have our these cars. So <laughs> true. Save our pennies. All right. So yeah, the SVJ is um, the track going uh, kind of hardcore version of the Aventador S. Um, so similar to what they did with the Aventador, they did the SV um, Super Veloci, um, and then they did the Aventador S, and the SVJ is kind of the facelift slash track version. Do you know what the J stands for? Oh, it's some Italian word, probably. Yeah, it probably means like something fast, right? Joda, I Joda. think. Okay, super veloce with Joda. Don't I know what that stands for. It probably means more than super veloce, so it's like super super veloce, you know? Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> I know they like naming things after bulls, so it could be, could yeah. be something to do with that. I think that um, would make the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's. Um, a lot of aerodynamics went into it so like it's a complete overhaul over the Aventador S Um, every single body panel was um, reinvented if we can say Um, and at first for me I I just was not having it Um, especially the front bumper with like the two Mm, I know what you mean snout things yeah yeah Um, I I remembered it it was just too different for me Um, when I first saw it I I was like nah this this does not look good Um, I prefer the old Aventador but then I don't know after a while I just came around to it and now I'm like yeah this this I much rather have this than the the Aventador um, not the Ventador is boring or anything. Kind of. 
I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> compared to this thing, I think, yeah. I think it is for sure. Yeah, this thing is just so striking. It's so different. Um, so yeah, carbon fiber chassis. Um, this being the race version, they want to keep weight down. So like fully stripped interior. I don't even think they have like floor mats in this thing. It's just bare metal. <laughs> so that's uh, that's kind of what you get when you somehow pay more you get less with this thing <laughs> kind of reminds me of the sesto elemento with like um, yeah where we we kind of talked about that one before it's just literally just plastic in the steering wheel it's essentially a but cost carbon. more yeah somehow yeah yeah it's insane um yeah so this one was quite kind of a big deal when it came out um and uh, i know we both saw on the lambo website the ad experience so you can hear it and like kind of yeah that that's so Feel sick it, yeah. yeah i should go check that out it's uh, if you go to lambo's website yeah like kevin said yeah if you put in headphones so you'll get that full like eight dimensional audio experience of the exhaust which i think is a really cool touch and like a cool way for them as a company to kind of level with their their audience and kind of uh, prospective buyers uh, to kind of get them more more interested obviously you can look up youtube videos but it's kind of a, a nice touch because they know you know only car fanatics would care about that not mm -hmm. you know you wouldn't see that on a honda website or something so no. Yeah, for definitely, sure. definitely a cool touch. Yeah, um, and this one's still rocking the six point five liter V twelve. Um, that's been in all the Eventadors since it was released, and the um, I haven't experienced myself, but the awful apparently <laughs> gearbox. Um, it's it's not a bad gearbox. It's just a single clutch. And um, if you ever see or get to witness an Eventador in traffic. It's pretty entertaining, um, just because every time they like move, it like jerks the whole car because it's so it's tuned to be a race car. So obviously, it's gonna have a rough clutch and rough shifting and all. Um, but yeah, like that's the number one complaint for Aventador owners is just the single clutch. Yeah, you can kind of hear that too. Like if they have like an aftermarket exhaust or something, you just hear them like constantly just like, you're like, mm -hmm, and they're kind of yeah. like, you know, always like jerking forward and like you can just hear them struggle. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, it's funny. Um, you wouldn't expect that actually, like especially with like things like, you know, the Porsche PDK transmission and stuff like that. You would have thought Lambo would have kind of, you know, obviously it is a race going version, but uh, you said the original Aventador has that same thing so yeah so the rumors were when the Ventador facelift which is the Aventador S was going to come out that was going to have a dual clutch to um, like get rid of that jerk but um, they just kept the same gearbox for some reason it's uh, so Italian <laughs> yeah uh, they did fix it in the uh, what is it the, the it's a uh, replacement that we talked about in first episode they it now is a dual clutch mean. yeah i can't think of it either <laughs> yeah um but yeah so it's now fixed um so the svj has the aerodynamic package um which i'm gonna try aerodynamica lamborghini ativa or yeah or just ala um we've seen it on the performante uh so it's active aero for lamborghini it's not as cool in my opinion as the ferrari active aero um like the f12 that had the flaps or the 458 that had like the thing the fins that like move downwards to as you go faster yeah it's like the downforce thing yeah, yeah. um but it's active aero and um 
it's actually really cool. I, I watched a video. Um, I don't know about the SVJ, but the Performante has like flaps in the wing. Um, and at certain speeds they open up and then the air goes through the wing and oh, there's shit. like little outlets So it creates even more downforce um, so it, it is active and pretty cool to uh, To have that, you know more downforce, but people are just usually driving them in the city. So <laughs> does it really matter? Um, yeah, yeah, and then um, Yeah, luckily um, I mean, it's not that it is the last NA V12 from Lamborghini, but the new one is still V12. It's just hybrid. So like, okay, yeah. But you probably lose some of that uh, that sound, no? Or do you think it's kind of like more like the LaFerrari? Uh, yeah, I'm curious to know about the new car. Like, it, it might be kind of like the the hybrids that we saw, like the trio, where the electric engine sometimes kicks in at low low speeds to save on fuel. I'm curious to know if that new Lamborghini has that or if it's just going to be like strictly there to just help with, yeah. um, with no, power. It's a, good, it's a good question. I think it's also kind of a way for them to push into kind of the next generation of speed and power too, because as we saw with the LaFerrari, you know, that's that and the P1 and the 918 were all pushing close to a thousand horsepower. And that's just with a simple hybrid motor. So... Well, if they, they, if they build them out, it's the new one is a thousand horsepower. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's insane. Ridiculous. Yeah. So you, again, like you can't get that with an NAV 12. You're never going to get to a thousand horsepower unless you put like some turbos on it or something. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of, I guess the way forward. But uh, then again, when do you need a thousand horsepower unless you're on the track? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, highway pulls, we, we see a lot of GTRs, um, like thousand horsepower GTRs you know, you probably you yeah oh one, my right? god yeah this thing's yeah. terrifying <laughs> yeah so i guess just highway pulls and that's about it yeah it's like a, a 0 0.5 second pull like 100 to 200 and then quickly slow down again before you get your car impounded and i guess that's kind of going to be the game going forward but uh yeah that's um i guess at one point it's just going to be too much and we're going to have to kind of you know have like a low power mode like i know a lot of them already have like the uh, the valet mode <laughs> or yeah some people let their wives drive it in that mm -hmm. mode. but um yeah so i think that might be the way forward i'm not sure though but uh yeah definitely i think it's the way forward power wise kind of you know shifting to that hybrid model yeah which uh, i feel like i'm okay with i'd rather have that than going to turbos and yeah because naturally if you use turbos you're going to make the car quieter yeah. um it's it's just there's no way around it um so it's sad reality like we have emissions we have to follow um like or else we just won't get these cars at all um but if there's a way around it where you can use electric engines to you know get around emissions but still have a big old v12 under the hood yeah nobody's that's, complaining that's yeah, uh, that's, that's the, the way. way we gotta go it's the way we gotta go you know exactly but yeah i think it's kind of kind of the similar taste um kind of in the mouth as uh as formula one kind of the same thing like if you ever heard those v12s and the v10s how, how those things screamed back in the 80s and 90s and kind of to those v6 twin turbos that they gone to now it's uh it's really sad and i really hope that doesn't happen to to the industry overall because uh you know that's part of the fun of being a car guy is hearing those ridiculous noises all the time and <laughs> just like being yeah. excited about it um so yeah let's hope it doesn't come to that well luckily they made over ten thousand ventadors so <laughs> there's a chance yeah <laughs> not giving up yet <laughs> yeah exactly 
All right, so I think, uh, did you anything, anything else you wanted to add for the SVJ or else we can turn to the 812? Yeah, let's go to the 812. Cool, all right, so this is, uh, I'll take it away here. Um, so kind of as a background on this guy, so the 812 super fast, I, I still battle between this and the F12 uh, just based on looks and kind of their overall specs, even though the 812 is a little bit faster and has a bit more power, uh, it was replaced um, by the uh, the A12 did replace the F12 in 2017, so it was kind of the replacement car, um, and the GT4 C Luso. It was also or GTC4 Luso. <laughs> I screwed that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So that that was like the I guess like the is it fastback or is it just like a full kind of. Um, that's the word. I think it's fastback. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that replaced the the Ferrari FF, which um, uh, that was kind of cool to see. So they did them more or less at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was uh, that was an interesting one. So it replaced it in 2017. Um, what I do really like on their website when I was checking this out and kind of digging deeper is that uh, right on their website, right beside the A12, it says "Shift to the 12th Dimension." Um, so I thought that was a really cool, cool slogan. It, yeah. Like, cause it's 12 cylinders and you're shifting gears to hear it scream. Uh, it's, uh, kind of, you know, hit the inner car nerd, which is kind of yeah. fun. So Only I like the car nerds like that. Get that. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's another thing like Lambo's audio thing on their website. It's, it's appealing to a certain demographic, which is, um, which is interesting. Uh, it's also said to be built, uh, like kind of on track. And that's kind of the engineering that they use going forward. So although it isn't quite the level that the SVJ is and kind of the competition version of this, which is um, a whole other episode in itself, um, but kind of keeping that like, you know, that road car feeling and like the grand touring coupe, but at the same time having that like track feel is kind of unique. And I think that's kind of why people see that it somewhat competes with the SVJ or at least the Aventador S. Um, so I think that's another really cool thing here. Um, it also has 60 more horsepower than the F12 Berlinetta, which is, again, that same NAV12 that we talked about before. Uh, that's also, I think it's the same one using the Persangue, right? That we talked about in the last episode. Or is it? I, yeah, yeah, 6.5, yeah. But the thing that I find interesting is usually when car ma manufacturers do like a facelift, they only do like small incremental changes, but I, I feel like the A12 is almost a whole new car. Oh yeah, yeah. Like even looking at the engine, like 60 more horsepower, that's a huge jump. Yeah, yeah, and again, it comes partly from that displacement increase too. So they kind of jump from that 6.3 to the same as the SVJ at six and a half liters. So they definitely did some major reconstruction for this car and it's probably a long time in the making while the F12 was, uh, they probably started shortly after the F12 was released actually. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that definitely shows their dedication to their, to the car itself and just kind of keeping it on track. Um, and it also builds on the legacy of the F12, which I really love. I really love that car. Um, it's such an icon and it's like, you know, it's the, the epitome of naturally aspirated V12 alongside the, the SVJ making the industry so uh, another one i really love is the tdf so i don't know if there is an 812 tdf i think there might be already no so the tdf was like the race version of f12 okay so and then competition the, i guess competition yeah okay yeah so that that's another really cool one um and if you look at these two side by side they do have a lot of similarities but the a12 is just more modernized i i am more of a fan of the front end of the f12 than i am of the a12 but the back end of the a12 looks way better in my opinion so that that's one thing um there's also eps which uh, electronic power steering i believe which 
is rear wheel steering, which we've seen in a couple of different cars now. Um, what was the one we were looking at last time? Was it the Porsche? Uh, Porsche has a... Uh, yeah, uh, the GT3 RS. Or is it, was it the GT4 RS? I, I think the GT4 RS. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it is. That yeah. One. But yeah, anyways, it's really cool to see, uh, which, of course, increases uh, cornering ability and braking. So this is a pretty cool breakthrough. And again, it shows how much they put into like a single update of a car uh, and adding this into it just to increase that cornering and braking and again it's that that track aspect again that they're kind of going for here um yeah so i think that's uh, that's definitely a good part of it anything you want to add to that or any anything i've said so far um i'm actually so for me it's the opposite um surprisingly so i prefer the front end of the a12 but the back end of f12 interesting okay because i i find I don't know. I, f I find the F12 is more like inviting and friendly in the front end, but the A12 just looks so mean in the front end. Like I feel like the headlights are like angry face. Like yeah, it's kind of like the Lambo look. I, yeah. I see what you mean. I just don't like the gaps that they added, like the little gaps by the headlights. It mm -hmm. kind of I don't know. It makes it look like there's too much going on. So I did like that with the F12. I was just simple, kind of just like have those lights kind of going down, and that's that's pretty much it. It's it's pretty simple. And again, you have those like air vents too for mm -hmm. the brakes and the F12. I'm not yeah. sure if the A12 can tell you that, but um, yeah, they did kind of kind of change that up as well. So wondering if that's kind of the only thing that they changed or if they, they kept that, but there's also um, the braking that they in, in improved a lot. And I'm not sure if this is completely new brakes, but it's two and a half meters less from 100 to zero. So it's- I'm sure there's also weight savings um, from the old mar older model, which helps a lot in, in braking. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on here under the hood. Uh, kind of listing off some more things here. There's also the trans axle architecture, which is, Pretty much a fancy way of saying it's it's front engine but rear mounted transmission which is also interesting i don't know why they would change that from the f12 is there any weight ideas? difference weight? so okay. it's 50 50. yeah so i guess that like yeah the, the split of the weight uh, mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense actually but again it goes goes to show that they pretty much just fully re-engineered this car from the bottom up they, they went all out and kind of even just change that like moving the entire transmission and then probably building the entire chassis around that and then you know the whole body styling thing so definitely wasn't just a, a simple facelift um yeah uh anything else i want to add here let's see yeah i don't think so anything you want to add kevin nah that's uh pretty yeah. much covers it cool we can jump into some comparisons now then um, yeah. i got a little chart here that we can we can utilize but uh kind of looking head to head it's it's kind of clear from at least the price that this isn't really a, a fair comparison um at least msrp i think aftermarket the 812 does does sell for a lot more i was just browsing on auto trader which is like a canadian uh place to buy cars and uh, they're selling between 550,000 to 750,000 Canadian, um, whereas the Aventador SVJ has an MSRP price of around 670,000. So, but is usually trading for like 800 uh, million. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. So, and kind of as a comparison, the A12 has an MSRP of 430,000 roughly. So, yeah, that's that's quite the big margin. Big so. difference, yeah. But yeah, in terms of like power and everything, it, they're pretty. They're pretty similar. Um, like I guess like the the zero to hundred time or zero to sixty time is a little bit quicker for the SVJ with 0.1 seconds quicker. 
but this A12 does have a bit more horsepower. It's got about, what, 30 more horsepower? 30 more horsepower. But it, th this is insane. Like, these two are both in two-second territory. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Zero to naturally aspirated. That's, yeah. that's unreal. Yeah, and then... Uh, Weight-wise, the SVJ wins quite a bit, which is not really surprising given how like stripped it is. Um, well, it, it kind of is surprising because the F12 or A12 is real drive, so in theory should be lighter. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, but again, like just because it is stripped, the SVJ maybe the weight savings are pretty significant compared to the A12. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if that's that's a factor here, but I also got a bigger uh, bigger gas tank, so uh, suck it. Yeah, that's going to be... <laughs> Seven liters, baby, or you're going to be filling up your little lighter fluid gas tank every five miles. Yeah, when we go like, on a rally or something, that's going to be <laughs> annoying. Yeah, that'll be fun regardless, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so again, top speed, super close as well. About nine kilometers an hour faster for the SVJ at 349 kilometers an hour instead of 340. And uh, again, same same size engine. Um, now for the real question, though, which one sounds better? Okay, um, <laughs> I I don't even know if I can pick. I mean, okay, so the V twelve, the A twelve sounds to me sophisticated, not like as more refined. Like you know, it's gentleman like screaming v12 whereas the svj is just like pay attention to me i'm here like yeah it's like a child versus a 30 year old man you know? yeah <laughs> exactly but they both sound amazing like yeah i i, I can't pick one no and that, that's so hard too because we're always talking about this and like we hear the other car of the like you know like you hear the a12 sometimes on the street and then i hear the svj and we're just like oh my god that sounds so good and then you kind of start hesitating and thinking about the other one you know and it's like wow yeah but yeah i agree with you i think the a12 sometimes i hear it and it's a little bit too high pitched for me i do like how the svj is like full-bodied sound like it's like a very meaty v12 sound mm -hmm. um but yeah the a12 is just like that screaming a12 like v12 obviously um, sometimes it even reminds me a little bit of like the LFA, like the, <laughs> the yeah. higher pitch. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely tough to call. The SVJ is definitely growing on me, but yeah, I, I've always loved that that V12 from Ferrari. So uh, yeah, very subjective. <laughs> so in theory, or as a result of this question, we have to get both. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the only way, and not just. We have to get one each. We both have to get both. So, yeah. <laughs> so I was going to get hella expensive real quick. Yeah. So uh, make, but, make sure you guys follow the podcast. Okay. Yeah. The thing is both like the aftermarket scene for the, the exhaust on both of them is just crazy. Um, would you, let's say you had the Ferrari, would you get an exhaust or keep it stock? I can't believe you even asked that question. <laughs> of course, I'd get an exhaust. And um, Gintani, which I know we're both a big fan of, they do both of these cars. They make exhaust systems for both. So, oh, man, I, it just sounds insane. Like, if you guys have a second, go go check out their Instagram page. <laughs> just scroll through, and you'll probably spend, like, three hours listening to exhaust videos. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, there's one video where the, I think his name's Alex, like, the main guy who started the business. He's he's revving an 812, and there's just flames coming out of it. And they're really just revving it, standing still. And it just literally sounds like there's, like, he's getting attacked by, like, a, an army of rhinos or something. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's so loud. It's so absolutely ridiculous 
ridiculous, but it sounds amazing. So, uh, props to them. They do a great job. And same with the SVJ. Like you see them, you know, just ripping down the street right in front of the shop, doing donuts with it, and it just sounds ridiculous. Yeah, they're they're definitely uh, they've done it right. And the the thing that like I find the most entertaining about this is like before that they weren't they were still a, like a reputable shop and you know had were well known in the California scene, but. Uh, until they these two car came out um, and they built their F1 exhaust system, they weren't really known online. Um, but then as soon as the exhaust dropped, it's just like they blew up and now everyone wants their exhaust system. Um, like they're dominating the market. Uh, and I'm kind of curious because the, the whole system is made out of titanium. So I'm, I'm guessing price would probably be like 30,000 maybe even more yeah it's probably giving like army tricks like a run for their money honestly yeah it's, it's pretty it's definitely up there but you're totally right though like I, that's a good point I never even thought about that that they weren't even on the map before these two cars came out they really made their brand essentially just because you know both cars were really popular and they wanted them to sound better so as soon as a couple of these videos of these insane sounding exhausts came out it's uh um, yeah, it kind of changed everything. But do you think the titanium, like the fact that it's made of titanium, is what makes the noise so good? Um, <clears throat> yes, uh, it's so usually titanium is used like for more weight savings than anything, um, and it also handles heat well and like changes color, which you know everyone wants. Mm. But I, th I think so. I, I think different metals like through vibration and all have different sounds yeah so it's also more so like the length of the headers um you know if you do a next pipe or if they um connect at all um like the different banks going through um and the the way it curves um so there's a lot that goes into it but i'm sure different metals have like kind of different sounds yeah definitely and another thing i want to add is just like the fact that both these sound so good, but their their engine isn't even in the same place. Like obviously the SVJ is in the back and the the A12 is in the front. So yeah, they, they're completely different exhaust systems too. So the fact that they made them both sound good shows that they're they're quite versatile and can make exhaust for for a lot of different areas. Maybe yeah. We'll have to do an episode on Jintani. It might have to be a, a whole thing. That could be it because I know. Um, well, I, I don't know. I have to confirm, but I'm like 99% sure they also have to change the tune um, to get like the insane amount of flames they get. Oh, yeah. Probably. Because um, I think they have to delay timing and add a little bit more fuel. Um, so when you let off the gas, the ignition happens in the exhaust instead of the, the engine. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another thing, you know, you have to buy is a, a tune from them and get that installed on a dyno probably. Yeah. Um, but pretty clear well, it's not going to be cheap. Yeah. It, I mean, you're paying like yeah. over half a million dollars. You want that thing to sound good, you get better get your checkbook ready because uh, yeah. that sound good. But I mean, whatever, it's, it's worth it. And again, that's where that's seven extra liters in my gas tank is going to come in handy for, for those flames. Yeah. So now the question, um, what, like we don't have the specs right now, but what would you, your ideal spec, what would it be? I think you know this already. I've always loved, um, I forget what his name is on YouTube, but he has a, it's a cherry red, like not just the fry red, it's like a cherry red, like a bright, bright red. 
with black wheels, but there are these 4G auto wheels, 21 inch, that have like these spinning like middle caps and it looks so good as that like F or 4G auto that's like spinning. Mm-hmm. And that spec is just insane. And then the interior, like either full red or like a black with red accent. And that, that just looks absolutely ridiculous. Like it's, it's such a good combo. And like, if you see that driving down the road too, like it just, it stands out so nicely with the black wheels. So that's definitely my dream spec. What about you with the SVJ? Oh boy. Um, this is a tough one. I, I don't know if I can just pick one. I like right now I'm looking at a spec, uh, that was in Toronto, like not too long ago. Um, I like dark blue. I'm a big fan of that with, um, like bronze goldish wheels. Um, that's cool. But then like, there's so many colors. Like I love the purple, the dark purple that Lamborghini does. Um, the like, gunmetal gray, uh, green, orange, yellow. Um, one that I am obsessed with and is like, has been my background on my phone for a while is a um, 63. So they did the SVJ 63 edition. So there's only 63 in the world. Um, and the owner did like a really low key spec. It's like matte black with red accents on the interior and then full red Alcantara on the interior. Like every single thing is red. I've seen that more and more. Like I know we'll, we'll do an episode on, on our Montreal trip, but like there was a, like that, that one Corvette, I think it was, it was like a matte black exterior and he had all these like little red accents everywhere and had red brake calipers and even the interior had like red accents. It looked so good. So I can only imagine how that looked in like an SVJ if you had the something yeah. similar. Yeah, like this this spec was insane. I got to see it uh, in Montreal at the dealership and um, I just obsessed with it. Unfortunately, being that is like the one, um, one of 63 was like, I think 1.3 million, but that's in USD. So like 1.5 Canadian. Oh, that's lightweight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like when you think about it, it's still the same car as exactly. an SVJ. So yeah, like it's just that exclusivity, right? That that yeah. rarity of the car that you're paying for. So at that point, I'd rather just get like another SVJ, like a normal one, and then reupholster the whole interior for like. 20,000 and then I'm saving myself like half a million. <laughs> yeah. Way better bang for your buck. Yeah. You can almost buy an 812 on top of it. Exactly. And then I get both. Yeah. Like we're going to do anyway. So yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anything else you want to add about these two head to head of our favorite cars? Not really. Um, if, if anyone's watching that owns it, we'd love to make a video out of it. Yeah. You should definitely come on the podcast and let me sniff your interior. I'd love that. But yeah, no, in all seriousness, if, if you do own one and you're hearing this out there, uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you and like kind of figure out the, uh, like kind of your experience with how it is to own these cars. Um, so yeah, reach out to us. Don't be shy. It'll be okay. And we're nice people. And, uh, yeah. So thank you all for listening to this episode and I'll, we'll see you all in in uh, episode seven and again check out our podcast or our instagram for our podcast rather uh, which is the feel for thought underscore podcast and uh, so we'll do we'll post a bunch of stories of like cars we see and uh, different events going on and then we'll also post the specs of what we talk about on the podcast there as well so make sure you guys follow that and we'll see you guys next time goodbye if you're still around you must be a nerd just like us In that case, head over to our Instagram at fuelforthought underscore podcast to check out our custom car specs. See you next week, and don't forget to hit the throttle today.